what's up y'all we back with another episode of her chronicles better but not broken where we are busting through glass ceilings breaking barriers and shackles off our sister's feet we will not be defeated in any season let's get it let's grow my name is crystal i am i'm a minister of the word of god i don't have necessarily a title but i do minister god's word um i am actually going to be 42 tomorrow i am married to a wonderful husband of going on 15 years been together 16 years i have two boys uh both grown i'm a grandma and i am a woman that is working on being delivered and set free every single day amen amen so so tell me you said you've been married for 15 years It'll be 15 years in June, and um, we have had our trials most definitely. There have been times where we wasn't going to be married, (laughs) that it was not going to be so. But I thank God that he helped me to see beyond. You know, we have to learn how to see like God sees. Mm -hmm. We have to see through the eyes of God, and that's extremely challenging when people show you who they are. Right. And when people have issues and they have problems, see, I had to learn that God didn't call me wife. God called me to help me. Mm. And people that need help got problems. And so I had to see that he had problems, that God needed just somebody to stand in the gap to help him through. Mm -hmm. And when I tell you we've dealt with adultery for I'll be honest, for the majority of our marriage, we Mm. dealt with drugs, we Mm. dealt with fighting, anger, Um, I don't tell on myself, I was a chunker, I'd grab stuff and chunk it, that that was me, that's how I dealt with it, you know, I'm not going to sit here and argue, I'm going to grab it, I'm going to chunk it at you first, I'll pray for your healing after I calm down, and then we're good to go, but that's not how God that's not how God created us to be. He didn't want us to be like that. Mm-hmm. He showed us grace. And I had to learn that no matter how anybody acts, God loved me enough through all my junk and all my mess, all my controlling issues, all my anger issues. You know, I was molested as a child. I went through, you know, I thought my dad hated me for a lot of my life. So, number one, with the issues I had with my father, I didn't know how to recognize a good man. Mm. And if I ha- if I saw one, I couldn't tell you because I dealt with so much with my own dad. Mm-hmm. And then number two, it was all the hurt I had inside of me. You can't you can't join to another person. You both have been raised so different. Mm-hmm. You both have been traumatized in different ways, mm-hmm. and yet you trying to come together and be happily ever after. And all these movies, all these soap operas, yeah. all these fairy tales, that is a lie from the devil. It is not that. <laughs> it is not a fairy tale. Marriage yeah. takes work. Marriage takes commitment. Marriage takes dedication. Not just marriage, relationships. Not just relationships. Our relationship with God takes work. Yeah. Because he's perfect, but we come in flesh right we come with our own thought processes we come with how we were raised from humans you know from from the parents that he gave us and they can only give us what they got yeah and so now we're trying to have a relationship with a god that loves us unconditionally and we don't know what that looks like because we haven't been loved that way on this earth Come on. We've been treated with hurt. We've been treated. We've been told things that hurt us. And not and not by people we don't know. Because let me be honest. If somebody off the street comes and tells you something, somebody you don't know, somebody you don't care about, you're really not going to get that two, two thoughts. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, I don't know you. Mm-hmm. So, okay, you think that about me? Whatever. But if your mom tells you something, or your dad tells you something, or your sisters, or your best friend or your husband or your children, people that you've given your whole heart to tell you something that hits deep to your core, that's going to traumatize you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And trauma, trauma <clears throat> is deep. Mm-hmm. Trauma is, is a cancer that can run so deep inside your body 
that it will poison you if you don't allow God to heal you and set you free. Yes. So I had to, in the midst of all my hurt growing up and then coming into a marriage where I'm dealing with a man that's hurt. So two hurt people done came together. Yeah. And we're trying to live a happy life. So can you back up for me real, real quick um, and touch on for somebody, for um, somebody that has went through molestation? Can you can you touch on that a little bit and tell me how you overcame that? Well, actually, I didn't. I honestly, I think the trauma hit me so hard because I was about seven or eight mm-hmm. when I first, you know, experienced molestation. Now, let me let me explain something to you. It's not a culture thing. I think it's across the board. It's a human thing. When parents tell you what happens in this house stays in this house. Mm. When they tell you, you don't say anything. Mm. Or they don't even let you know what molestation is. Mm -hmm. My parents never, as much as I love them, I still love them. You know, I lost them last year, both of them within five months apart. But as much as I love them, my parents didn't sit me down and say, hey, if somebody touches you, you tell somebody. You say something. Mm -hmm. If, If they touch you here, if they touch you there, and you feel uncomfortable, you speak up. I was never taught that. So not only did I have to deal with the trauma of my of being molested by a family member, but once I I was so traumatized, I blocked it out completely. Mm-hmm. So now that I'm in this marriage, I was I I was so hurt in this marriage that it was either Lord, I need to focus on me and get my healing, or I'm not gonna make it. Mm. I'm not gonna be alive on this earth much, much longer. So when I went on my healing journey, God reminded me. Because mm-hmm. sometimes we we um, we suppress things mm-hmm. so much yeah. that we don't remember. We don't remember what happened to us. But the Holy Spirit, the Word says, will lead you to all truth. Yes. And I needed to know the truth about me. Mm-hmm. My husband had his own issues, but hurt people hurt people. Yes. And healed people can heal people. Yes. And I wasn't healed. So I couldn't help my husband. Mm-hmm. So when the Lord reminded me, it was like it happened all over again. And that's what trauma does. You'll forget about the memory, but as soon as the memory comes back, it's like it just happened. Yes. yes. So if you if you have that, then you're not completely healed from that. And God can heal you from that. Mm-hmm. So when I remembered what happened to me, then I it wasn't that I couldn't forgive the person that did it because I could. Mm-hmm. The person that I had a problem with forgiving was for myself. Come on. Because I never said no. I never said don't do this. I never said stop. And I thought I was wrong for that. I thought I was disgusting for that. I thought I was like, what is wrong with me? Why would I do that? Why would I not say something? And the Lord had to remind me that, no, you're a victim. How can you say no to something you didn't know was wrong? Come on. Eight years old, at nine years old, you know? So when I finally got the revelation that, no, this wasn't my fault. And actually, according to the word, it wasn't the person that molested me's fault. We have an enemy, the word says, and the enemy is the devil. It's Satan. It's him that brought evil upon this earth. And I had to remember that, no, I'm going to forgive the person that molested me because in forgiving them, I'm free of the debt. Come on. If I hold the debt against somebody else, that's my fault. And no, it's not easy. No, absolutely not. When I see the person that did it to me every time I have a family gathering. Come on. No, it's not easy. So I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, forgive. It's easy. How come you can't forgive? No, ma'am. No, it's not easy. It's a choice that you make. Mm -hmm. How much do you love yourself to be free? And how much do you trust God to free you? Mm. You know, a lot of people say, well, why did it happen? Why did God let it happen? God didn't let it happen. We all have free will. And the thing is, is there's a movie I saw and I was just talking about it and it's called The Encounter. Mm -hmm. And there was a girl that said, why did you let my father molest me like that? Why? 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 And he said, I did it. But you're expecting somebody that don't belong to me to hear me. Hmm. Come on. And he was trying. 
stop him. I was telling him no. I was telling him don't do that. But he couldn't hear my voice because guess what? Somebody that doesn't belong to him don't know God's voice. Come on, come on. And it's not giving anybody an excuse to do what they did. But it makes it easier to forgive because you deserve to be free. Yeah, yeah. You don't have that right to be free. You don't have to stay in bondage and in shackles because when you don't forgive somebody or even yourself, you hold yourself in bondage. Come on. And you hold yourself tied to that person. Come on. And these traumas, this trauma we're talking about, this is not something that, oh, they just hurt my feelings. No, this is stuff that's gut-wrenching. Mm -hmm. This is stuff that will make you ball up and want to die. It'll make you not want to live anymore. Yeah. It'll make you want to say, Lord, just take me out this life because I can't do this no more. Yeah. I don't want to do this anymore, but that's not what God has for us. And let me tell you something. If God has promised you something and he has called you to something, Come on. the devil will make sure Come on. that he can stop you. Come on. The devil tried to kill me in my mother's womb. Come on. And, he, and I let him know every day. You messed up when you let me live. Because if you didn't take me out, it's on. The war is on. Come on. And you don't know what you did. Because now I know who God created me to be. Come on. I know who I am. I know who lives inside of me. I know who gave me the victory. I know when I say, devil, get thee behind huh. me. He ain't got no choice but to either get behind me or die. Come on. That is it. Come on. And this is the freedom I wanted to experience. Because nobody knows but God how many jars of tears he has stored up in heaven for me. All the times I cried myself to sleep. All the times I, I wanted to take pills. The times I wanted to cut my wrists. The times I wanted to just, I just laid in the bed and said, I want to die. I don't want to live no more. I can't do this. I can't do that. Come on. And God said, no, that's why my son died. Hmm. So that you can live. Come on. He said, if you just give me, if trust me, I just need a mustard seed. He said, Crystal, come on. All I need is a mustard seed. That's all I need. I don't, if you know what a mustard seed looks like, you know what I'm talking about. Come on. It's not a lot. Come on. It's microscopic almost. And God said, if that's all you give me, I can move mountains. I can tear I can tear it down. I can heal you. I can make you brand new. Come on. You gotta give it to him. Yes. And not give it to him in the moment we're praying and then take that suitcase right back up <laughs> and then walk away with that suitcase because we're like, oh Lord, I prayed I gave it to you. And no, you didn't because you got the backpack on, you got the rolling case, you got all the shoulder bags, <laughs> you got everything with you. Wondering why you feel so heavy. Come on. And what did he say in front of Peter? He said, cast my cares on me because I care for you. Yes. Don't carry that mess. Come on. Don't carry somebody, somebody's junk they put on you when it was them that was hurting. They only hurt you because they're hurt. Come on. So I have to get free so I can help my family, so I can help my kids, so they can see something different. Mm -hmm. Something what the world's constantly always showing us mm. hurt and pain and you can't do it God gives you a dream to start a business he gives you a dream he says you're going to speak to nations you're going to do this but guess what the devil hears that too mm -hmm. and the sad thing is is that when you say yes to God the devil believes you more than you do come on that you don't even believe God that you're going to reach the nations, but the devil does. And he said, God done told her because he knows, he knows, he knows that what God says, if anybody knows God, it's the devil. Yes. Before he was the devil, he was Lucifer. Come on. And where was Lucifer? Read Ezekiel 28. He was right above the throne. Come on. He was God's worship leader. Come on. He knows God. Hmm. So you're going to let... A stinky devil that ain't got no power, that uses your anointing to do anything on this earth because he's been stripped of it all. Take your dream and believe it more than you? No, ma'am. Yeah. No, sir. Yeah. No. Yeah. We can't do that. We can't back up no more. Look at the way the world is. You got to trust God. Mustard seed. 
mustard seed. It's tiny. I should have brought one with me. It's tiny. tiny. Tiny, tiny. And that's all he needs. He said, give it to him. Give me the mustard seed. Come on. And he's right there ready to just change everything. Everything. I can talk like this because I'm healed. Yes. I am healed. I don't ball up in my bed no more. I don't have to cry myself to sleep. And when I tell you just the molestation is just the tip of what I've been through. Come on. And and what I love the most about God is that when people see me, they will never even guess that I've been through what I've been through. And they can say, now that, what God do you serve? Come on. That's what I, I look forward to. I want people to know. I want them. I want them to hear my story, to hear my testimony. Because you can't have one without a text. Come on. And you can't have a message without some mess. Mm. And if anybody's been through some mess, we all have. We have been hurt. We have been trapped as women. We have been trampled on. We have. We have been just used and abused. But I didn't have. I thank God that I don't have to find my validity. I don't have to find my value in man. Come on. I find my value in God. And he's my daddy. He owns everything. Yeah. And there ain't nothing that you can't do. There's nothing impossible to him. Is there anything too hard for God? Absolutely not. And I know what I've been through ain't ain't near some of the stuff y'all been through out there. Mm-hmm. Ain't near. Y'all heard mama's story last week. Hmm. That is hell. Hell. Literal hell to go through. Mm-hmm. But she's alive to tell her story. Mm-hmm. We got, that's what the devil, see, the devil don't care if you go to heaven. He just can't have you operating here on earth. Mm-hmm. Because it's only here on earth that we can govern what he does. Yeah, yeah. And I make sure he cries every time I wake up. Come on. I need him in the corner crying somewhere every time he sees Crystal wake up. Come on. I need him hiding, telling his little little demon little things. Don't <laughs> don't go near that house. Don't go near her atmosphere. Don't go go don't go near her. If you want to live, stay away. Cause she's gonna kill you. She's gonna kill y'all. <laughs> and absolutely yeah. right. Because what I went through wasn't easy. I continue to go through it. I mentioned, I'm gonna tell y'all, after all the heartache I've been through with molestation, after all the heartache heartache I've been through with, with my marriage, the hardest thing I endured was 2021. Mm. And it's when I lost my parents. They're not lost. I know where they're at. They're in heaven. Mm. But that was one of the hardest things I had ever endured. And I can honestly say that I'm still healing from. I am. I'm still in a process of healing. Grief is another bad booger hmm. that will take over your whole life. And it, it, it works, coincide right next, next to trauma. Hmm. Grief will come in and take over your whole life if you let it. Because it leads to depression. It leads to anxiety. It leads to a whole bunch of worldly mess that comes up on you. And anxiety, depression, and suicide are running rampant in this world. Come on. And it's starting with little ones. Mm -hmm. It's not even starting with us grown folk. Because the worse the world gets, the stronger and more anointed the kids have to be to deal with it. Mm -hmm. But that was hard. It was hard within five months. Come on. Lost my mom to COVID in January hmm. 2021. My dad in May. To, um, uh, we're thinking a heart attack. It was sudden with my dad. With my mom, she had been in the hospital. And then, you know, birthdays come up. Holidays come up. And people are like, some things do heal with time. Other things don't. Because it wasn't long enough. You'll ne- when you're with people you love, you'll never get them long enough. Mm-hmm. But my parents are more alive than I am. Mm-hmm. I'm in a body that's still dying. Mm-hmm. And it's not speaking nothing over myself. It's true. Mm-hmm. Your body ages. It wasn't, it wasn't built to live long. So when you're traumatized, no matter how you're traumatized, allow God to heal you. 
allow give it to him and really give it to him don't don't stop taking this stuff back off the altar when you put it on there you deserve your freedom there's nothing you've done that you don't deserve to be free Mm -hmm. to be delivered and set free Mm. because there is a difference deliverance moves you from one place to another you want proof he took the children of israel out of where out of egypt and he delivered them he moved them to what the wilderness and they stayed there with all their ignorance and all their stubbornness for 40 years when it could have took 11 days come on god don't want you in your wilderness anymore he wants you in your promised land come on he wants you in what he promised you. Yes. Jesus came to give you what he promised you. Walk on that water. Be brave. Come on. Walk on that water. Get out that boat. Shake them haters off. Come on. Shake all them people that tell you it can't happen. Shake all tell all them people that tell you it ain't gonna work. Come on. That's not God. You don't know what God told me. You weren't there. Say it. I didn't want you to tell me what God said. I needed you to agree with me. But since you can't, you're going to have to move around like all the other haters. Say it. it doesn't matter who they are. Let me tell you something. It doesn't matter who they are. I've had to disconnect from family. I've had to disconnect from friends. I've had to disconnect from a lot of people. Because let me tell you something. The dream God gave me is big. Hmm. And there is no room for doubt. Hmm. I'm going to protect that dream. I'm going to protect that promise. It's not even just a dream. It's a promise. So guess what? When you try to step out that boat, yeah, you're going to have some people that that you love tell you, no, don't do it. Don't get on that water. Mm. Don't get on that water. You're going to drown. You're going to fall. Can't you see everything going on around you? Don't you. Girl, God can't heal you from that. You're just going to be hurt the rest of your life. Girl, God can't save your marriage. God don't do that. Come okay, on. you told me, I can't say, no, move around, because I know what I'm believing God for. Come on. And see, your vision is too little. You need some glasses. You can't see far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And since you need glasses, you can go sit over there, and I'm going to be right here. I love you. You know, you don't, have to, you don't have to be ugly, but I love you. But be real about it. Be be just as hard as they're going to stop you, go even harder to keep going. Come on. Come on. And tell them, no, you're not going to, can you imagine, just fight. It's love and war. Come on. And let me, the war is not a physical war. The war is to believe for what God said. Yes. The war is to have that mustard seed faith. The war is to tell the devil, get under my feet and get behind me. Come on. The war is to fight every day to believe what God told you is, not was, not going to be, is. Yeah. He's I am. Come on. He's not I was. He's not I will be. He's I am. Hmm. So your dream is not going to be. It is. It can manifest. Hmm. What God said, he ain't going to tell you nothing. You think the devil's going to sit there and say, hey, you're going to have this business and it's going to be a million dollar business. The devil ain't going to sit there and tell you that. He's not going to sit there and say, hey, you you know, I know you fought, but your marriage is going to be restored. I know you've been dealing with this trauma and this depression, but, you know, you're going to be okay. God don't talk. The, the devil don't talk to us like yeah. that. The devil talks to us in first person, and he's in your ear saying, I'm depressed. And then you say, I'm depressed. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. saying, I'm a failure. And then you say, I'm a failure. Mm-hmm. He's saying, I, you, I can never be free. Then you say, I can never be free. Come on. Because the one says all you need is two. It's a principle that works no matter what you're speaking. All you need is two to agree, and it's established. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So God is the only one that's going to tell you, hey, sow this seed. See, God don't need our money. He's God. What he's trying to do is get some to you because you can't get a harvest without a seed. Come on. Come on. You can't grow a tree without a seed. Come on. He shows you every day in life you cannot get something from nothing other than nothing. Now, nothing is something, if that makes sense. I'm not trying to throw no riddles out there, but nothing <laughs> is something. You can sow nothing and you can get nothing. Hmm. But if you believe God, 
for what he promised you, whether you're going to preach to the nations, whether you're believing God for your healing, whether you're believing God for a miracle. Let me tell y'all something. If Miracles happen in the midst of a storm. Mm. My healing happened when all hell was going, was breaking loose. And let me tell you something, all hell was breaking loose. I was dealing with a husband that didn't know how to be a husband, didn't know how to love. So he was in everybody else's bed but ours. Mm. I was dealing with a stepchild that he had had pre-marriage. That in itself is a woe. Okay, so you come from a blended family, I know what you're dealing with. I was dealing with my own hurts of remembering I was molested, thinking my parents hated me. Then going through, people don't know what you fight for. They don't know you fight just to breathe. Hmm. They don't know when you fight just to get up in the morning. They don't know the fight it took just to be alive today. People weren't there when I put a knife to my wrist. They weren't there when when I tried to swallow pills. They weren't there when I laid in depression for days and days not wanting to live anymore. People weren't there for that, but God was. Come on. And that's why I'm here today. Come on. And I can tell you with all thanks to God that I saw my promise in my marriage. It was something when I saw my husband get ordained as a minister. And he lives a life for God. That was my promise. Y'all want to know how long it took? How long it took? It took 13 years. Mm. So, So in the midst of that, how how did you stay connected? How did you keep your marriage going? Cause cause you've been married for quite a while, and I you said you know y'all went through fighting, and you was a thrower, you was throwing stuff and and, and drugs and stuff. So touch on that because help help us to understand how do you stay in that and and, and walk with God through something like that when it's so it's just so tough. T -t Tell us about that. I had to understand grace. Hmm. This was something that was given to me by God. I know the things that I've done in my past. I know the people that I've hurt. I was a bully. I was a bully in high school. I would bully people because I got tired of being bullied. Mm -hmm. So I turned in. I was, I was, I was out there. I was in drugs. I started smoking weed when I was 13. I went to acid. I was doing I cocaine um, I drank. I started drinking when I was 13. I stopped when I turned 21. Mm. And that's the legal age to drink. <laughs> yep. So it was, I was doing a lot of things and I remembered the, the things I did mm. and how God saved me. God saved me when I was of no use to him at all. Mm -hmm. There was nothing I could do for God. I couldn't preach. I couldn't teach. I couldn't reach nobody. I, I was a mess. Mm -hmm. And God saved me from that. And you know, one morning I was getting ready for work and I was in the midst of my storm and I was praying and I was talking to God and I was honestly, I was already planning to get a place of my own. I was planning to leave this marriage. I was about done. And you know, the Holy Spirit talks to you and it's tough and it's rough, mm -hmm. but it's still soft and sweet at the same time. Mm -hmm. Like it, it cuts you and you don't even know you bleeding yeah. until he hands you a bandaid. Yeah. And he said, do you know what you're going through is not even the tip of what Jesus went through? Yeah. To save you? Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm real with God. I'm extremely real with God. I tell people all the time, be real with him. He wants you, if anything, be real. And I was talking to God, and he told me, he said, you, my son was innocent. You aren't. Hmm. My son got spat on. He got, he was trying to get killed everywhere he turned. Hmm. He did get killed. Hmm. For you. And he said, and I, I got offended. I was like, excuse me? <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. The, yeah. The, were you not there in the bed with me the other day when I wanted to die? Like, yeah. And he said, it's not that. He said, understand, we have to give grace. We have 
to give grace. Grace is a free gift. And I had to work on me. I gave my husband to God and I had to start working on me because mm-hmm. I was I was full of junk and I'm asking God to fill me with him and he, there was no space because I hadn't been healed. Mm. I hadn't been delivered and set free. I hadn't even tried. I was angry with God. Didn't even know it. Yeah. Didn't even realize how mad I was at him that I'd been through so much and that I remained faithful to my husband all these years. And I told my husband, let me tell you something, I'm very real. I told my husband, you are not God's gift to women. <laughs> like, come on. You are not the only one that gets tempted. We all get tempted. Yeah. And I mean, if you're dealing with hurt from a man you've given your heart to, and it don't look like he done gave you not even a gift, it's like, hold on, wait a minute, let me, well, if you, it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. Like, let me go ahead and do this. But then God was like, but that's not who you are. Because mm-hmm. if you turn around and just do what he's doing, none of you can be helped. Mm-hmm. You know, it took one man to save the world. It took Jesus. Mm-hmm. God said, I just need one of you, and I can save this marriage. I just need one. Mm-hmm. If you can stay faithful, if you can trust me. He said, and you can leave. He said, you have every right to leave this marriage. God didn't make me stay. He said, you can leave. He said, but if you stay, if you stay, let let me show you what I can do. Yeah. I can do. Not what you can do. Not what we trying to do all the time. Let me show you what I can do. Mm -hmm. And when my husband got ordained, I cried. (laughs) <laughs> and we cried together. Yeah. We cried together. And I said, this is the day the Lord had promised me. Yes. It's right here. And when I tell you my husband, and it's not about the catering, but he caters to me. He loves me. He, he you know, we're all still working on issues, but he's faithful. And I can see every day that God is changing him more and more. And yeah. More and more. Yeah. Because he's changing me. Yeah. More and more. I had to see him like God saw him. And that was my prayer. I said, Lord, if I choose to stay in this marriage, help me to see him the way you do. Mm-hmm. Because if I keep looking at him the way I'm looking at him, he's going to die. He's going <laughs> to die. I'm going to kill him. See, I have to be delivered from the mother spirit. Yeah. Him in 52,000 ways, and I told him, I said, You don't know how many times God done saved your life because I've done killed you too many times. <laughs> and he looked at me like, You're crazy, and I'm like, I'm, I'm, you know, the devil's trying to make me crazy. Yeah, but God is an awesome God, yes, he is. he's a powerful God, yes, he is. and we go through some hard things mm-hmm. in this life, we go through some challenging things from finances to marriage to work to relationships children there's just so much we have to endure in this life and the one thing i thank god for the most is that i don't have to do it by myself yeah over and over in his word he says you don't have to do it by yourself i am with you Mm -hmm. you just have to take courage and believe yeah yeah believe yeah he don't want you to pay for it. He wants you to believe for it. He don't want you to make it happen. He wants you to believe for it. Mm-hmm. That's what God does. Yeah. That's the kind of God we serve. Yeah. We can't. We gotta stop throwing him on the back burner. We gotta stop using him like a nine one one. Yeah. That's not what this is. He's not nine one one. Although, thank God, he shows up when we need him. Yeah. But he wants to be the center of everything that we do so we can be successful. I'm, I'm fed up. I'm tired of having to go around the mountain and go around the mountain and then say, okay, God. Yeah. Yeah. I, why not get it right the first time and say, I partner with him. I yeah. tell him all, all the time, partner with God. Yeah. Make, he is a billionaire. You want to know how to be a billionaire? Talk to a billionaire. Hmm. Partner with God. Yeah. He's going to tell you. That's not a good business deal. That's not a good business. That don't, don't, I know they're a great church, but they're not for you. Because not everybody is for you. Yeah. And you're not for everybody. Yeah. 
you got a customer base that God is assigning you to. You have a people that God is assigning you to. Mm. But we fail to put ourselves in the position that we need to be so that we can see it. We got to stop missing it. Yeah. Because we, we get off focus. We get off track. This world is an ADHD world. It's, 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 it has a heart and it's not, it's not the people's fault yeah. and it's social. You know, it's a lot of different mm-hmm. things that factor into why we can't focus. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the food, for instance. Like, there's a lot of things that, that go into why we can't focus. Mm-hmm. But we've got to keep our focus because what has your focus has your future. Come on. What you focus on has your future. Come on. And I don't want, I don't want bills to have my future. Mm. I don't want a bad marriage to have my future. I want God to have my future. Because mm-hmm. he promised me a good end. Come on. An expected end. A successful end. So we got to shake the haters off. We got to... Look, if they ain't for you, cut them off. Come on. Cut them off. And and the thing is that a lot of people on here, God has been talking to you. Yes. He's been telling you. I'm telling you nothing that you ain't already heard. He's been telling you. Stop going over there. Stop doing this. Come stop on. mixing with them people. Come stop. on. And every time you go, something happens. Yep. Every time you mix, something happens. Yep. And and you're like, oh the Lord. And he's like, didn't I tell you don't do it? Cut him off. Let me tell you. Let me, I'm, I'm trying to show you, but I can't get you to it if you've been dis- disobedient. Yes. Because what God will do is say, okay, if you're going to trust them, then let them make it happen. Come on. And then we blame God. When God has been trying to tell us all along, I have the business plan. It's right here. Yeah. I need you to read it. Yeah. And I need you to follow it to the T. I told my husband that one time. God gave me the revelation. And he said, I'm a billionaire. How come nobody comes to me? <laughs> and my, I asked my husband, I said, if a billionaire walked up to you and said, I can make you a billionaire. Just do everything I say exactly how I say it. Would you listen to him? And he said, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I said, well, why don't you listen to God? Come on. He's the billionaire. Come on. He'll tell you exactly what you need to do. He'll tell you where to sow a seed where you can reap the greatest harvest. Come on. He'll tell you what not to sow into so you don't lose no money. Don't lose no peace. Because a lot of times we're unfocused because we get in relationships. Friendships. Mm-hmm. Business relationships mm-hmm. that are not for us. Mm-hmm. They're not for us. Yes. And then we don't want to mess with the people that are for us. Yes. And so we miss out. And we and with God cannot go by what it looks like. Mm-hmm. I've seen some millionaires that don't look like millionaires. Yes. Come on. And you miss out. You miss out. I tell people all the time, don't look at me. I can have whatever I want. Come on. I can, I can be driving the raggediest car. You don't know what's in my bank account. Hello. And with social Only media, and, and with social media, people be so worried about these days. They so worried about followers. So they look for the person that got 10.2K followers, a, a, a million followers, a, and they ain't got no impact. They can't help you. They going to take your money and have you feeling some type of way like it's bad out here. That is you looking for the, the, the popular people when you should be looking for the ones that's chosen, the ones that's called, the ones that, that link up with God, the Come ones on. that got God in the midst of it, where you can feel it, when you can Come feel on. the energy through the phone, where you can feel the energy through the live, where you can feel the energy exuding off of that person. Those are the people you got to link up with. Those are the people that you need to have in your corner. Those are the people that you need to have as a part of your business. Those are the type of people that you want to be in your circle. Them the type of people that you need to keep around you. Stop looking at social media. Stop looking at followers. Because them followers can't pay your bills. Them followers can't can't pay your car note. Them followers can't put no food on your table. Them followers can't do nothing for you. And if you had 10.2 followers right now. Do you have a product to serve them people? Do you have the money to serve them people? Do you have what you need to serve all them people? 
And I bet nine times out of 10, you don't. So you cannot look at that type of stuff and determine them the type of people you want to work with. You have to have discernment. You have to know who you need to work with. And sometimes the ones you be working with, them the ones that's not it. And I hate to say it like that. It's not me knocking nobody. It's not me saying nothing against nothing. But what I'm saying is when you have the, the spirit of the discernment, you know, because like she said, when you get with the wrong people, you end up getting something on you that you don't like because you start dancing with the devil because them people that's that's what they are basically and so when you start dealing with those people but the right person come in then you don't want to deal with them and you miss your blessing so ask for the spirit of discernment please ask whatever you do please ask for the spirit of discernment just because somebody offered to help you look I'm going to pray about that. I'm going to take that to God. You got to collaborate with God. You can't be out here dancing with the devil. They Sometimes those people be wolf in sheep's clothing. It look good. He dress it up to make it look like it's, it's of God. He dress it up to make it. He dress it up like make it look so, so good. But when you get in it, you going through hell. There's turmoil. There's no peace. There's strife. There's all kind of stuff coming up against you. All kind of stuff that's going on. And you don't know why. Because you let the wrong person have access to you. You let the wrong person in your corner. You let the wrong person in your business. You got the wrong people around you. And so it stops you from pursuing what you need to pursue on your journey. Whether you work in a nine to five, whether you going to school, whether you are entrepreneur in your business, whatever it is, learn to have the spirit of discernment. Learn to know who you need to work with. Learn to know who you need to link up with. And the first person you need to link up with is with God. Because I promise y'all, he will show you. He will tell you. One day, let me share something with you. One day, I said, is this girl the person that I need to work with? Is this girl somebody I need to work with? Y'all, I kid you not. This this is this is when you believe God and you have favor over your life and you really trust him and have that faith as a mustard seed and you really believe. I said, God, please let me know because I've been in situations where I've, I've connected with the wrong people and I don't want to do that again. Should I work with this girl? Y'all, I kid you not. I closed my eyes for a second. I saw a green light flash and a yellow light flash. That means go, but be cautious. And that's, since then, that's all I've done. So you got to make sure you have the spirit of discernment. And if you ask, you shall receive. So ask. That's right. Ask. I had to, I had to, I had to touch on that one because <laughs> that's, that's a big thing with, I'm receiving it. I'm yeah, receiving it. that's a, that's a big thing and with that, people. That's so true. You have to discern, you have to discern the times mm-hmm. you have to, and it has to go beyond just about yourself. We we're not called to businesses just to have money. Mm-hmm. We're called to businesses. We're called to minister. Mm-hmm. We're called to do great things in our life for, to, to make sure people, to make sure they don't die hmm. you don't know who you, you're, you're looking at let me tell you something the devil will wrap up pain and hurt in your preference come on he will wrap up pain and hurt in what you like come on he knows what you like he knows what you're looking for he knows what kind of glasses you got on and he will wrap that pain and hurt up in your preference and then you stuck somewhere out of money Hmm. You stuck somewhere out of a business. Come on. You stuck somewhere out of your ministry. He done ruined your witness because you rather prefer something than be led by God. Come on. Come on. And there are people that are dying every second of every day because we'd rather deal with somebody that we prefer rather than somebody God called us to. Come on. And then we're stuck out again. Hmm. And I'm done with the devil robbing me of everything God gave me. He didn't give it to me. He didn't take his mean hands off of it. Come on. And we have to be able to see that. That what God promises us and what he gives us is for the greater good. That's one thing I told Keisha I love about her. Every vision she has that God has given her is because she's trying to help somebody else hello her chronicles come on (laughs) she's trying to help somebody else and that's why god is blessing it 
because it's not just what does Matthew six thirty three say? It says it in Luke twelve thirty one. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Yes. Everything else is added unto it. Yes. If you look in the Hebrew translation, the kingdom of God is translated as God's ways of doing things. Come on. So if you see God in His ways of doing things, all the blessings already there. It's already added. Come on. So when you do things for God's glory, that glory don't come without just anything. That glory comes with riches and not just, listen, money is just inclusive to prosperity. Come on. Sometimes you don't need no money. You need some peace. Yes. Talk you about need some it. peace in your life. Some money can't get you that peace you need. Hmm. Where you feel like everything else is driving you crazy hmm. and you finna jump off the deep end. One more pushing you off the cliff. Hmm. You need some peace. Prosperity will bring that peace you Come need, on. that you've been searching for, that you've been begging God for. Some peace that can no man take away. Come on. That when it looks bad, when it looks dark, when it hurts, Come on. when you're in pain, you can still laugh in the devil's face and tell him you thought you had me. Come on. You've been fooled. You've been juked. You don't got me. I don't belong to you. This ain't yours. Now get your hands off of it. Come on. Sometimes we fighting for our family just to be healed. A mother, a son, a daughter to be healed. Money, there's a talk to the woman with the issue of blood. Money can't get you your healing. Come on. Sometimes you don't have to get on your knees and crawl to that end and mm. say, but if I touch the end, he don't gotta talk to me. He don't gotta I just got to touch the hem of that garment and I'm going to be healed. I'm going, they're going to be healed and we're going to live a good life, a prosperous life. I just got to get there. And the doctors are telling you, no, the doctors are saying you're going to die. The doctors are telling you it's all over. And God is saying, just get to my hem. Come on. You're going to have to war for it. Come on. You got to shake them hands off. You're going to have to get on your knees and call in some dirt. And you're going to have to say, no, i got to get to the hymn. But when I get to the hymn, I'm going to get everything God promised me. I'm going to get my peace. I'm going to get my healing. I'm going to get my finances. I'm going to get my marriage. I'm going to get my family. Come on. I'm going to get my relationship Come back. on. I'm going to get my business back. But I'm going to reach the hymn. And Come nothing on. is going to stop me. Come on. That's where we got to get to. Some of us ain't fed up enough. You're not fed up. You got to get fed up. Come on. Did R. Kelly, let me talk to Did R. Kelly say it when a woman's fed up? <laughs> what you do? But you got to get fed up and do it God's way. Come on. Get fed up and do it his way. And no, it's not going to make sense sometimes. God didn't ask you sometimes. To, sometimes we go through things and it doesn't mean that we understand what he's asking us to do. We may not understand. We may not have the full revelation of what he's telling us to do. But that's where your mustard seed comes in. Come on. Why wouldn't we trust a God that only has our good in his mind? That only wants the best for us. Come on. So no, it's not always going to make sense. You're not always going to understand it. That's what faith is for. Come on. What you need faith for if you know, if you hmm. understand? Hmm. We need faith. Peter didn't have, didn't have no understanding. They thought Jesus was a ghost. Hmm. And they said, and then whoever walked on water, you're going to understand if you see somebody walking on water, coming at you in the midnight hour, and you in a boat in a shaky sea. He didn't understand that, but what he did understand that if Jesus said it, it's going to happen. Come on. Get out this Come why, on. How many people were in that boat? Why he was the only one that got out? Hmm. How many times God gives you a dream and then he did he gives you a promise and then nobody else hear that promise, but yet they know what's best for you. Come on. And they're stopping you from prospering. From having peace, from having whatever you, whatever you're asking God for. Hmm. Sometimes it's not money and business. Sometimes it's just peace of mind to make it to the next day. Come on, I've been there, and God can provide that. Come but on, you gotta fight for that woman with the issue of blood. Can you imagine? It was like I was telling Keisha the other day. You gotta know Jewish custom back then when you got sick. They cast you out. 
Yeah. They, you were exiled. Mm-hmm. You no longer existed. Mm-hmm. And I can imagine her in her house or wherever she was at. Maybe she was under a bridge somewhere. Maybe she was in a tent because she'd been exiled to the wilderness. And all the other sick people telling her, don't go, don't go. They're going to kill you. They're going to stone you. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to kill you. Don't do it. And she's like, I got you. I got you. I tried everything. I'm broke, busted, and disgusted. I ain't got nothing else. And I got to get to the him. Hmm. I got to. Come on. And she crawled. It didn't say she walked. They didn't make, they didn't open up the pathway and roll out a red carpet mm-hmm. so she could just go and mm-hmm. say, okay, don't nobody bother her. Don't nobody attack her. Don't nobody touch her. She's got to get there. No, there's, there's people probably stomping on her. They're probably kicking her. They're probably stepping on her, spitting on her. And she still did not give up. And her faith was so strong that Jesus felt that healing leave him. Come on. I want my faith to be so strong. God moves Come every on. time. Come on. Every time. Yeah. There ain't no question. He knows that when Crystal prays, oh, she's going to believe. And she's not going to be wavered. Yeah. We can't be moved no more. Yeah. How long you been waiting? She waited 12 years. How long you going to wait? Come on. How long are you going to wait to get what God promised you? Come on. How long? How much longer are you going to go without your peace? How much longer are you going to decide to go without what God gave you? Another day? Another hour? Or right now? Come you're on. You're going to say, I'm fed up. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to wait no longer. I'm going to fight for this thing. And devil, you're going to regret the day you ever thought you messed with me. Because yes. it ain't happened no more. Yes. And we're going to go in his camp and take back. You know what? I ain't even going in his camp. He needs to get my stuff and bring it to me. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Because when the, and, and seven times. Come because on. Because I know what the word says. That when the thief is found out, he got to pay me seven times. I need seven times. Come on. So he's going to go get me my stuff and my seven times. And he better bring it. And it better be in good condition. Hello. Hello, somebody. We can't play no more. Yes. I've lost family to suicide. I've lost families to so much that I am fed up. I'm done. I'm done letting the devil think he can do whatever he wants. Yes. He is He is nowhere going somewhere to happen. He's nothing. He is nothing. He got to look up to see the bottom. That's how low he is. Hmm. I'm not, I'm not doing it no more. I, I went through too much. And I didn't survive for nothing. Hmm. I didn't survive. I didn't make it this far for nothing. What's that song say? He didn't. He didn't get me here just to leave me. Yeah. He didn't bring me this bring far. Bring me this far to, to leave me. me. Yup. And he did it. He did it. And everything God did for me is gonna be worth something. Yeah. It's gonna be worth something. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and go through all this mess. I'll tell you what, there's times I didn't I didn't have to pay my rent. I was laid off when COVID happened for a year and a half. Mm. There was times I couldn't pay that rent. I'm still in this house. Let me give y'all testimony. I wasn't able to pay rent for nine months. Mm. My husband wasn't working either. Do you know my landlord let me stay? And then God made a way for my, my rent to get paid? Uh, don't ask me how, because I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Favor. Something. Favor ain't fair. It's a sign. God assigned me favor. Yes. I'm his favorite. Okay? I'm his favorite. Hmm. I'm the apple of his eye. There ain't nothing God won't do for me. Come on. But there's stuff we got to do. The word says that we got to tell the mountain to be thou removed. We got to believe it with our heart. Yes. But if we ask, what did Keisha say? We shall receive. Mm-hmm. The word says there's nothing you can't ask for in the name of Jesus, and it will not be granted unto you. That's it. That's it. You got to believe, and you got to discern. Yeah. Stop getting messed up and trapped up in dirt and with people that ain't going nowhere. Nowhere fast. And it's not your responsibility to save nobody. Jesus already did that. Mm-hmm. They either got to want to do it, 
or they're going to have to move on. Yes. God promised you something. Mm-hmm. Do what God said do. And watch what God does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was good. That was good. That was good. I enjoyed <laughs> I enjoyed you. That was a word for somebody, man. That was good, Crystal. That was so good. Uh, yes, that that was good, y'all. Let drop some fire, drop some hearts. Let us know if you got something from this. If something resonated with you during this live, let us know if you if if it was something that she said, something that I said, something that that dropped in your spirit that making you get ready, you fed up, and you ready to move. Let us know. Yes, thank you, thank you. Keep going, don't stop. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. That that was good. That some stuff you said just set me free. Like <laughs> I do it for other people, but when I tell you I be all in, I be like, listen, I need to listen. Like it ain't just for them. It be for me too, cause that that was good, and I appreciate you guys so much for listening and tuning in. Um, and thank you so much, Crystal, for your vulnerability. Thank you for your obedience, because it's hard for people to get up here and and say all the things that you said. It's really hard to be open like that, and so I really, really appreciate you for for um, coming up on the platform to you know be able to uh set some people free say some somebody on, said it's my time i'm tired get fed up come on get fed up it's 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 time it's time it's all about you believing having that faith that little bit of faith as a mustard seed man it's it's it don't take much it don't take much and you just got to speak over yourself speak life into yourself Speak over yourself time after time after time after time. Don't stop. You have to. You got to. Because if you don't, you're just going to keep on going through cycles over and over and over again. You're going to keep on falling in the same traps over and over again. You're going to keep on going through the same things over and over again. So when you get fed up and you get tired. You gonna know. You gonna you gonna know. Like they say, when you in a relationship, when you get tired and you get fed up, that's when you gonna leave. When you get tired and you get fed up, that's when you gonna stop dancing with the devil. Amen. I'm tired of making the same mistake. It's time to focus on God and have faith. That's it. That's it right there. And it don't take much. And if if you just starting out your faith walk, you know, just take some time with Him. Even saying. Thank you, God, is a prayer within itself. You know, acknowledging God is in a prayer within itself. Thank you for waking me up this morning is a prayer within itself. You ain't got to step out and just be hallelujah, glory. All, you know, like you you ain't got to do all that. God know your heart. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it ain't got to be like that because he accepts us for who we are. He knows who we are. And he it just by you saying that. Now, just remember what you said. You, you said you tired and, and you going to focus on God. Just remember that. Because when you start walking with God, oh, man, the hell you go through and the stuff that try to come up against you. But just know he right there with you fighting your battles. And you just have to give it to him. Just remember, it's not your battle. And when it's confusion and, and when it's chaos and when it don't feel good, when it don't look good, that ain't God. That's of the devil. The, uh, the God is not an author of confusion at all. So when when it's it's freeing and it's peaceful and it's happiness and it's joy, that's God. You you got that spirit of discernment. You gotta have that spirit of discernment. So I appreciate y'all so much. We are gonna we gonna be back. I'm gonna be back um next week, same time, 7:30 p.m. Central Standard Time. We got another word. We got another woman. We got another story. Setting setting people free, changing lives, saving souls, y'all. Make sure y'all tune in 
every Tuesday, 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. This is not something that just going to be one, two. It's, it's going to be an ongoing process. And if you feel like you have a story, you're ready to tell your story, you're ready to share what it is that you've been through to help somebody, to set somebody free. Look at all these comments. Look at all the people that, that's ready and, and, and that felt that word. Your voice and your story and, and what you've been through, can also help somebody else. The same the same stuff she was out here saying, the same stuff she was talking about, you may not have that story. That may not be your story, but you have a story. Whatever you went through that you feel like you wasn't going to be able to make it, and you had to cry out to God to ask him, please help me. Something that you know should have took you up out of here. That's your story, and that's what you need to speak up about. Your voice is your power, and you do such a disservice to people by not speaking up, because all God wants is to get the glory. That's it. So, um, if you got a story and you ready, DM me or send an email to this email.